you're about to hear our most popular solo episode of 2021. What is up my inbox besties besties? And if you're listening to this, it is the last week of December here in 2020. And as is tradition, I always like to air our most popular episodes or ones that I just particularly love. But this week we are going to have a double header. We are going to share two of our most popular episodes, i.e. the ones that were most downloaded in 2021. So the one that you're listening to right now is going to be our top downloaded solo episode. And the one in a couple of days will be the winner of our favorite slash most popular guest episode of 2021. So do you have any guesses? Before you listen, feel free to tag me over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster, or send me a DM and let me know what you think was the most popular solo episode that was not a what to send your list this month. And I'll see you guys in a couple of days. This is why you're not getting the results that you say that you want. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. What is up, my inbox besties, besties? Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And I am super excited, as always, to be in your ear holes. And we just wrapped up the Back to Business Bundle. Thank you guys so much for sharing it on the Instas, on Facebook. It was a widely, superly popular event. Um, I could not be happier with it. And I love seeing all the things that you guys have been creating because we've gotten a couple of emails from people. We'd love a couple more of the amazing things they've been able to accomplish with the free gifts that they had scored. Uh, Number one question is always, when is it coming back? Um, We'll definitely do it next year. Again, we usually do it around like that February, March area. Um, I'll see if I can twist the arms of my contributors. Maybe we can bring it back for a pop-up version, but it wouldn't be till like way, way later on in the year. And honestly, I don't think everyone will say yes again. I mean, I'm sure they will because they got amazing results, but like I can't guarantee all the gifts are going to show up again. So stay tuned. You can hit subscribe. I'll let you know if we ever decide to open it back up this year, Um, at least the 2020 version. Of course, we'll have a 2022 version, different contributors, different gifts, all of that funness. So today's episode is a semi-besties chat. It's also just like a little kick in the pants Um, because especially with a whole back to business bundle energy, now you have all of these tools and resources and you might be wondering where to focus and what's going on. And so really the inspiration for this particular episode was I was working with a one-on-one client. I won't say her name, but I know she listens to the show and she was really focusing on growth. And so, yes, I do take one-on-one clients. The spots are really limited. Um, I take maybe two, three at a time, absolute max. It's a three-month commitment. Um, if you can send me a message either on Instagram if you're interested because I have one spot available, um, or you can always email us Kate at Kate Joster. There's like an application process. And I am really, really picky with the type of people that I will take as a one-on-one client. So usually you do have to be a bit more established. Um, actually, you have to be established. You have to already have some products and you're just like you're in that sort of like messy middle phase, almost sort of phasing out to like this scaling, like sort of like CEO phase. So again, you can shoot me an Instagram message if you want to know more about lay coaching with Kate. And what she was talking about here is that she really wanted to work on growth. And she'd been saying this for a while because, you know, she was a student of mine. So obviously, like, her conversion numbers are ridiculously great. Um, She's great at her copy. She's great with her people now. Like, all of the things that, like, you know, a proud mama hen always has for her people. 
But she was noticing that her leads just weren't growing. And I'm sure that a lot of us are in this situation. And so she was basically like, you know, we have to do everything that we possibly can to grow leads, to get in front of people, all of this. And I was like, no. (laughs) And she was like, no. I'm like, absolutely not. So here's basically like a coaching because I just got this download, this feeling that somebody else really needed to hear kind of this conversation is that we do not want to do absolutely everything we can to grow our list. We want to focus on doing a handful of the right things, not everything. Okay. And so what will end up happening, and this is really sort of the aha moment with her. And, you know, obviously I'll give you some advice that I've given her before, because I know growing your audience is always a hot topic with everybody. But I'm like, you've been telling me since, you know, November, December, that that's what you want to do is to grow your audience. But then every time I'm asking you, like, what are you doing in your month, in your days, in your weeks? None of it is a growth activity. And when that is happening, when you are saying that you want one thing, but you're not actually doing anything to truly get it there, there is a gap. And that gap, 100%, 99999999% of the time is a mindset thing. Because she was in a position that a lot of people are in where it's a very hard time balancing those short term, like, oh my goodness, like we told our audience that we would have this done, so we've got to do this done, versus those long term evergreen, and I'm not saying like evergreen webinar, but like those evergreen things that need to get accomplished. Would you rather crawl across glass naked or have to stand in line at the DMV with Taco Bell tummy? you know what I'm talking about, then actually have to write an email to your list. I mean, you don't want to come off too salesy and what if you're boring and you don't want to add to all of the noise. And somehow every single week, besides the cold sweat, you bust out with being finger tied, you know, instead of tongue tied because you're actually typing. Don't you just wish that you could just magically snap your fingers and almost have somebody else write your emails for you? Well, that's exactly what you're going to get when you invest in the Email Marketing Fairy. The Email Marketing Fairy template set is over 50 grab-and-go newsletters, welcome series, and even an 11-part sales funnel that you can use as an amazing jumping-off point to actually write emails that connect with your audience, get replies, and most importantly, get those buy buttons hit. And all you need to do to get your hands on this, along with almost $100 worth of free bonuses, is by heading on over to theemailmarketingfairy.com. That's right. Head on over to theemailmarketingfairy.com and you will never have to awkwardly tell your list, hey, I know it's been a while ever again. And here's the thing. The reason why I say it is mindset is because no, you do not have time for everything. You have time for the things that you prioritize. And for most people, growing their audience is a scary, unsafe thing to do. So they can say all day to the day as long, I want to grow my audience, I want to grow my audience, I want to grow my audience. But if you're not actively doing something either daily, at least bare minimum weekly, that at the end of the week, what three things did I do to actively grow my audience that wasn't just like, oh, I use some hashtags on Instagram because that's not going to work. I mean, now a lot of hashtags are even banned. Or like, oh, I did like some Instagram reels. Like that's a little bit like a little bit, but that you cannot rely on just doing an Instagram reel or like, oh, well, I started a YouTube channel. Newsflash, and she didn't, but newsflash, everybody, when you start a YouTube channel, YouTube is not going to show your videos. (gasps) I know because I was like, oh, well, like I know this person and, you know, she'd only started her coaching business for like six months and she made like six figures because YouTube like picked up one of her videos and it went viral. 
I guarantee you it wasn't until like month five or six that YouTube picked up her video. YouTube is not going to let your video go viral. It's not going to pick you up in the algorithm until you prove to them that you have longevity, that you are actually posting consistently and not three times, no times, five times, six times, no times. Okay. So you have to earn the respect of the algorithm. You can't just keyword yourself there, which I know keywords definitely help on the YouTubes. It's something that we're looking into. Y'all know I've been saying forever. I want to get on YouTube. You have to know, even with a great mindset of like, I'm going to go viral on YouTube. People love my content. It's going to get shared. You have to realize that unless you're starting out in YouTube with an audience or giant shocker barring somebody out. So then they send you a whole bunch of subscribers. It is not going to work. YouTube only wants to show people videos that they feel are well put together and they feel their consumers are going to like giant shocker because they have ads. So if you keep on telling me, I want to grow my list, you know, I want to grow my list. I want to grow my audience. You know, I'm going to start this YouTube channel from scratch. That That's not going to do it. Like that's like a a six month super, (laughs) at least a three month commitment. And you want to grow your audience right now. And for most of us, because we are so frazzled, because we are time strapped, if you decide to start a YouTube channel, it is going to take all of your time. You can only add on another form of medium. So like Sam, a podcaster, when you have mastered one already. Okay. And if you do decide, oh, I'm going to use YouTube to grow my audience, you better make sure that YouTube is only taken up, say, four out of your five workdays because your fifth workday, you need to do something to get a blitz building strategy. And what are Kate's favorite blitz building strategies? You got two to choose from some type of collaboration, barring somebody else's audience, or paid ads, which is actually just barring somebody else's audience, but you're paying for it. Okay. It is doing podcast swaps. It is doing freebie swaps. It is guest posting if you are a writer and your people are a writer. It is doing summits for other people. Go into summit groups where summit hosts hang out. Like my friend Krista, she has one. It's a summit host hangout group on Facebook. We'll throw a link to it down below. If not, just go on Facebook, search for it. You'll find it. Krista Mill has been on the show. She's great. They have a thread where it's like, Hey, do you need a speaker or something? Like pitch it here. Go into that group. See who is saying, hey, I need somebody on my summit. Now, maybe thinking, but Kate, like I'm going to do my own summit. And that's like how I build connections. Again, that is a long term strategy like the YouTubes. And I'm not saying that that isn't a good thing, but you need to make sure that you've got some short term things that are going to have faster, more instant results. And honestly, that don't take a lot of time, like straight up. Seriously, if you had spent an hour or even while you're listening to this, I dare you to take another 10 minutes to email anyone who you have met in a Facebook group, anyone who you can possibly think of that has a related audience and be like, hey, so I know that you talk about homesteading. I like to talk about making your own clothes. Will you share my landing page for my freebie, how to make an outfit that doesn't look gross? with your audience and I will share, know the other person's freebie, and I will share the landing page to your five steps to homesteading without having to waste a gajillion dollars. And if you cannot think about who else your audience would want to follow, and not even like a person, but a type, then you need to go back to the drawing board. Because like, 
it's real in the streets. Like it is real. You need to know the type of thing that your people are going to be interested in. And I'm aware it's like, okay, well, it's super easy for you because you're in business. And like, yeah, it is. I can't lie to you. But if you know the type of person who's interested in your topic, and I'm not even just saying like moms, which is pretty broad, right? But like, say you love helping moms with productivity. There's a gajillion mom blogs out there that help them with kids crafts, that help them with cooking and cleaning and organizing. Find one of the gajillion mom blogs, <laughs> pitch all of them, say how great they are and how you want to share their free gift. Again, it's going to take a cool five minutes worth of research and five minutes to write your email because you want to make it personal so that way you can do it. And I guarantee you, if literally every day for five minutes between now and to the end of the month, you find one person to do a freebie swap with or one person to do an interview swap with or one person just to ask if you can be on their show, you will see results faster than you ever thought possible, especially with that freebie. And you might be in some Facebook groups with some potential collaborators. And if the group allows it, like I know inside of Love Your List, we'll have a monthly freebie swap thread. If someone asks the group leader first, if you be like, hey, I was wondering if I could ask people in this group to do a freebie swap with me. I'm looking for designers or I'm looking for moms with productivities where we'll be able to email each other's list, each other's landing page. Is it cool that I put this in there or is that considered a promotional post? And if it is a promotional post and say they let you do those, say, once a week, shove it in that once a week thread. Somebody is going to read it, right? And then somebody might say yes and then you'll get some attention, okay? It is not doing everything. It is focusing on the things that can get you there now and then do a little bit of long term. Okay. Like you can tell that I'm getting on my high horse about this because I truly, honest to God, want to see you guys succeed. But when you are trying to honestly be like a spotlight and a spaghetti strainer and just go like everywhere, it's never going to work. What is more efficient, that spaghetti strainer spotlight or a laser beam? The laser beam is going to cut the metal. The laser beam is going to etch the wood. The laser beam is going to leave a mark. And that's what you're trying to do, to leave a mark. So if you are not getting the results you've wanted, if you've been saying since January, oh, I'm going to grow my list or oh, I'm going to get more sales or any of this, what concrete sales activity are you doing? And whatever you have been doing, if that is not working and you've legitly been doing it consistently, you got to find something else because we have had two months to make this work. We've had two months to make it work. And remember, you have to balance that long-term and short-term. And I guarantee you, if you found time to listen to this podcast, then you can find time, you know, I mean, obviously still listen every week, to be able to etch out even 10 minutes for that short-term blitz. So again, borrow somebody's audience, do ads. I don't want you doing ads if you're like, I've got no money to spend and now I need to buy it on a course and now I need to learn how to do everything. You'll get yourself there eventually. But I know you know how to email. And I'm not saying you even email your list. I know you know how to use Gmail. I know you know how to look do Outlook. I know you know how to Google and use Pinterest to find people. But are you brave enough to actually do it? Now, that is it, my inbox, besties, besties. And I'm going to see you next week. Thank you for having inbox besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we go ahead and make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me over on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, so that way I can give you a shout out for being a bestie of the week. Later days.